Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello and welcome and Happy New Year. I'm so glad that you're joining us today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And I am Janet Kunst, your host. And today we are starting a series on blogging boot camp. And I'm really excited about this because this is one of those things that uh, is near and dear to my heart. So uh, today we're going to be talking about building your content marketing machine through blogging. And uh, some of the things that we'll discuss are the difference between content marketing and blogging, um, seven ways to make your blog the hub of your content marketing strategy, and also 12 approaches to better blog content. So last week, uh, we discussed content marketing and how to put together a content marketing strategy. And there's a couple of different ways that you can implement that strategy. But what I found to be most effective is to think of your blog as the hub with a lot of different spokes coming out of it. Think about a bicycle tire and there's that one gear in the middle and there's a whole bunch of different spokes going out from there. Um, so today what we're going to do is we're going to start building that hub but the first thing that I want to do is I want to uh, uh, define some terms so that we're all on the same page. So last week when we were talking about content marketing, um, we saw that in the dictionary, content marketing is defined as a type of marketing that involves the creation and sharing of online material, such as videos, blogs, and social media posts that does not explicitly promote a brand, but is intended to stimulate interest in its products and services. And then the Content Marketing Institute further defined it as a strategy, uh, a strategic marketing approach focused on creating and distributing valuable, relevant, and consistent content to attract and retain a clearly defined audience and ultimately to drive profitable customer action. So there's, uh, so content marketing is really important to your entire marketing strategy and it's based on building that valuable um, information that your customers can use so the bottom line between content marketing and blogging is that blogging actually falls under the umbrella of content marketing. It is a key component, and it actually fuels your social media and sales process. So uh, talking about sales processes, I just want to give you a note before uh, we move a, a little bit further on this. So while, while we're talking about it, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page with it as far as... Um, your sales process and your goal with content marketing is to move your customer through that sales process and not seem salesy at the same time. So in your sales process, if you recall, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, there are three basic levels. Um, you're looking at awareness, evaluation, and conversion. So while your blogging can work to a certain degree in all three stages, your primary focus is on the awareness stage and then secondarily on the evaluation stage. Um, so um, the awareness stage is where your audience is just starting to get to know, like, and trust you. And here your primary goal is to introduce your brand to your target market, give them value, build trust, and establish yourself as an authority. So now that we kind of have the overview of where 
content marketing is and where blogging is and how it fits into your sales process, uh, we're going to start talking about how your blog should be the hub of your content marketing strategy. And the reason why I want to, I want to give you a kind of a visual or paint a visual for you. And as I said earlier, think of it as almost a um, bicycle wheel where your blog is at the middle and you have all these spokes going out from there. Um, if your blog is the middle, this is where you want everybody to come um, and where all, most of your content is going to reside. And then from there, you're going to push your content out to your social networks like Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. You're going to push it out to your video sites. You can push it out to your website or other websites if your blog is not on your website. And you push it out to directories and forums and, and that sort of stuff. And then in turn, you're also drawing um, your audience from those sites to your blog. So it's a two-way street um, on all avenues, but they all point back to your blog. So with that, there are five reasons why you really want to make the, your blog the hub of your um, content uh, marketing strategy. And the first is that blogs are owned media. And we talked about this a little bit before, is that the, the blog content that you put together is yours. Um, and you want to make sure that you are on a self-hosting, uh, that you're self-hosting your blog, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but because the content is yours and you're on a self-hosted blog, you aren't subject to the constant changes that occur on third-party platforms, um, including most social media sites like Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. And you've seen how... Um, organic reach on those has changed or, or reach has changed and how you can co- connect with your audience has changed over time. Uh, with your blog, you're in charge. So uh, it's all you and you own it and you know how to distribute it from, from there. So blogs are also their own form of social media. Um, and, they al- and when you allow comments and social sharing, which is where people can share your posts, with others through your blog, um, blogs really provide a great foundation for building your community of followers. The third reason to make it your hub is that blogs support SEO or search engine optimization. So uh, your blog is search-friendly and it can be optimized by um, focusing each article on a keyword or keyword phrase and then linking it to internal and external content. So that's really what you want to do um, when you're putting together your blog and why it's important to have it as a hub. And the fourth reason is because blogs ultimately drive sales. Um, You can do this by writing posts about how to use your products and services. Um, You can give information about them and then link them to the appropriate sales page um, for them to buy. Um, But I want you to note that while you're doing this, it's important to remember that your goal with your blog is to get them to know, like, and trust you. You don't want to come off sounding like a used car salesman with the deal of the day. So make sure that if you are promoting the sales on your blog, it's not every time that you're um, posting. So uh, you want to make sure that it's interspersed with all the great relevant content to your audience. And then lastly, the reason why you want to make your blog the hub is it's really a low-cost 
uh, content management system, which means it's a great place to house, house your content. And that's exactly what you want a hub to do is you want it to be where everything resides. And uh, this is a low cost, easy way to do that through a blog. So before we go on, I want to give you a warning. Um, blogging does require a great deal of time. And for blogs to be effective um, at SEO and engaging readers, it needs to be updated regularly. So the Internet is, is full of abandoned blogs that haven't been updated in months or even years. And the success of blogging comes from having people return. And they'll only return when there's new stuff to read, and that means generating content at least several times of a week, um, at, and at the very least at once a week, and that takes time. And, you're, and you also need ideas to write about, so to keep the content coming, you have to constantly be thinking about those ideas and what the next idea is that you're going to come, come up with. Um, the payoff isn't immediate for blogging. It's one of the biggest frustrations with blogging. Um, it's just time-consuming, and it's, there's little payoff at the beginning. Um, so you need to make sure that you're in it for the long haul because it does take time to build uh, readership and momentum. And uh, one of the things that we're, we're going to start talking about uh, when we come back is we're going to talk about um, how to... Um, put together, or we're going to look at seven ways to make your blog the hub of your, um, of your content marketing. And it's really important um, to make sure that you implement each of these uh, strategies. And um, the, the first one that we're going to be talking about, and I'll, and I'll actually talk about it now, is you want to build a strong blogging foundation and... Um, and, and I've mentioned this already, and what this means is you need to ha- make sure that you have your own domain name and URL, and you can usually get this through uh, a site like GoDaddy for under $15 a year, um, and it depends, it, it depends on what extension you use, whether you're getting a .com or a .net or a .org. There's all different pricing, and there's a lot of coupons out there so that you can get... Um, really good deals for uh, an annual fee for your domain name. And uh, you want to make sure that you choose a self-hosting option, such as wordpress.org. You do not want to use wordpress.com or a site like Blogger. And and, uh, some of us have that tendency that if it's free, we should go for it. Um, In this case, uh, it's not a good idea because, remember, one of the first reasons that I gave for making blogging the center of your content is that you want to make sure that you own your information. And if you're using one of these um, these free sites like WordPress.com or Blogger, they actually own your information. And you want to, you just want to stay away from that. Um, but if you are self-hosting, which is what you would be doing with WordPress.org, you'll also need to choose a hosting provider um, such as uh, HostGator or Bluehost or even GoDaddy. And I've used HostGator for years, and I really like them, but there are other options out there that you can choose. And, and a lot of them, you can, you can probably get uh, hosting for around $100 a year, if not less, just make sure that you look into it and make sure that you're choosing 
one that has a really good reputation. And if you don't want to use a separate blog, sometimes it's great to have your blog off your website, but you can always incorporate it into your business website. Uh, one of the things that I want to uh, point out is when you're, ch- when you're choosing your, your um, platform, um, if, you're, if you're using GoDaddy's website builder and host option for your website itself, you need to be aware that they do not have an option to add a blog to your website. And, and I've actually run into that with some of my clients. They've said, oh, I have, I have a website. It has blogging capabilities. Well, GoDaddy, GoDaddy's uh, website builder actually took away most of those, um, those blogging capabilities a while ago, and now it's kind of funky. So if you do have that option, you're probably going to want to set up a separate site for your blog. Um, WordPress is fairly easy to use, but I want to warn you that if you're not technically inclined, you might want to consider hiring a webmaster to maintain your website on a consistent basis. It's not that difficult to maintain, as I said, but there are times where you you will run into things that um, aren't working properly and you're going to sit there and scratch your head and say, hmm, I wonder what happened here. Even I do that, and, I, and I've been using WordPress for years. Um, so you may want to get somebody who has a little more technical ability if, if you're, uh, you consider yourself a beginner. And with that, we are going to go to our first commercial. And what we'll do is when we come back, we'll look at the other six ways of making your blog the hub of your content marketing plan. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we went over um, what uh, content marketing is and what blogging is and why uh, blogging is a portion of your content marketing and why you should make it the hub of your content marketing strategy. And we're going through uh, seven different ways that you can make uh, your blog the hub of that strategy. And we just finished talking about the first way, which was to build a strong blogging foundation. Now, the second way or the second way that you can make it a a part of your strong marketing foundation and uh, the hub of your content marketing is to know your audience. So if you've been listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank for any length of time, you know that this is one of my favorite subjects because it's so important to your success online and offline. And as part of your content marketing strategy and your blogging plan, you truly need to know who your target market is and what they're all about. And the best way to do that is to put together your ideal customer avatars that describe your audience in general. And what I mean by that is you want to make sure that you've done your research on your uh, ideal customer and uh, get all their demographics. So how old are they? Um, what's What are their pain points? Um, where do they where do they uh, go for all their information online or and offline and that sort of stuff. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail here because you've heard me talk about this so many times, um, but you can get the whole story on um, marketing to your ideal customer in my episode on marketing to your ideal customer, obviously, at um, bit.ly slash m. T-W-B-T-W-2. And that'll take you directly to that episode. You can listen to it. Um, There's a lot of great information there on how to build your ideal customer avatar and uh, why it's important to know your target audience. And uh, what you want to do when you're building that, and keep in mind, um, you want to be as specific as possible. You just don't be afraid that you're leaving your audience out if you um, narrow your target uh, too much. It's better to create uh, several different avatars than making one general one. And my example that I use over and over again is on skincare. And uh, when somebody, when you ask somebody who their target customer is, or I've asked them and they've been in the skincare industry, they've kind of said everybody with skin. And in general, that doesn't really bring anybody to mind. And it's so general a topic, you can't really uh, narrow it down and focus on something. Whereas if you were to narrow your audience and say everybody with um, rosacea or dry skin or something like that, then you have a really narrow audience and you can talk directly to that person. Um, and and what I want to remind you is that if you truly have significant different audiences, you might want to consider having more than one blog um, just so that you don't muddy the waters. Uh, I have some clients and, and we always get into this discussion as to they, they um, cater to both customers and providers at the same time. So um, there, 
you're talking to two different audiences. And if you're trying to talk to them both at the same time, it's really not going to work. So if you need to, um, just focus on one of those audiences and uh, for your first blog or and if you really feel the need you can start a second blog but again that goes back to my whole uh, whole thing that I said earlier that um, blogging is a commitment and it's going to take time so if you're going to start two blogs at the same time I highly recommend not doing that. You just want to start one and focus in on that audience that you want to build up first. And then once you're you're comfortable with that audience and you're getting a lot of traffic from that and and you're getting them to interact with you, then you can start thinking about adding on uh, another audience through another blog. So the third way that um, you can make blogging Uh, your hub for your content marketing strategy is to develop your content marketing plan. And last week we talked extensively about your content marketing strategy, but you need to make sure that you focus on your blogging content marketing plan as well. So this is a little bit different than what we talked about uh, last week. And your uh, content marketing plan for your blog really gets down to the nuts and bolts of executing your overall content marketing strategy. So again, blogging falls under your overall content marketing strategy and you have to have a plan for your blog as well. So here's what you, uh, so here what we wanna do is uh, get out your calendar and start planning. And the first thing that you wanna do is you wanna uh, look at what I'm calling a, a promotional calendar. So in this case, uh, get out your calendar and look and see what are the major events happening within your business over the next year. You want to include specific promotions that you may be having, such as product or service launches, uh, if you have any holiday-related events or customer-specific events like annual conferences or if you have bi-monthly meetings with your customers or meet and greets or something like that, or even industry-related events like uh, major trade shows or major conferences. And the idea is that you want to build some excitement, um, a hook, if you will, uh, around these events to draw your audience in to either participate themselves or to actively uh, follow that event as it unfolds. And then once you have that, you want to outline your major content offerings. So based on um, those uh, ideas or those events that you've identified on your promotional calendar, uh, you need to figure out how, um, how and what content you'll create to support them. So think, think about things like, are you going to create a webinar or a lead magnet for them to download or an ebook guide or something along those lines? And it's really up to you, but just make sure that you plan this out so that when the event comes, you're ready and you're not scrambling to get it done. Um, I have uh, been... Uh, trapped in this before so you don't want to spend late nights uh, leading up to the event trying to get your content all done you want to make sure that you have enough time planned out ahead of time so these are the things that you want to do when you're outlining those uh, events and and what you're going to offer as part of those events and then the next thing that you want to do when you're developing your content marketing plan is to plan your regular communications 
So the idea of your blog is to give your audience valuable information on a consistent basis. And part of this is to put together a variety of pieces of content that your audience can look forward to at various times of the either the week, the month, or the year. Um, and you want to include things like industry news summaries, um, customer reviews. You can do some product reviews. Um, you can also do how-to videos or how-to instructions. Um, and what you want to do is you want to think about having a monthly or weekly theme and providing each of those types of content based around that chosen theme. Um, but don't forget that your blog is only the starting point of how you'll offer this content to your audience. You want to keep in mind that you also provide that content on social media and other marketing outlets such as email and some other ways. So you want to make sure that you're consistent uh, across not only your blog but how you're going to distribute that, those communications as well. And then once you have your major events, your major pieces of content, and your ongoing content mapped out, it's time to put them all onto an editorial calendar. So uh, the next step in, in developing your content marketing plan is to create that calendar. And the purpose of an editorial calendar is so that you can manage the content creation process. So it helps to know when things are coming up. So so again, you're not scrambling to get them done and, and doing a mediocre job. Um, as the hub of your content marketing strategy, your blog needs to produce quality content. And we've talked about that before. And it's not, and it can't be something that's just thrown together at the last minute because you forgot about it. And uh, the reason why I say this is sometimes if you look at blogs, uh, there are times where people are just putting out a blog because it's time to put out a blog rather than putting a lot of thought into it. And your audience will will sense that. So make sure that you have enough time planned out on your editorial calendar to make sure that you have the time to research the, the topic, um, write it, put all, everything together for it, and, and post it when you said you would on your editorial calendar. And then um, once you've written it and put it on your editorial calendar and gotten that all, all together, you need to put together a plan to repurpose your content. Uh, and this is really because content is only new for a very short period of time. And you spend a lot of time and effort putting each piece together. So it's important to think about how you're going to reuse or repurpose that content to get more life out of it. Um, so this could be something as easy as, um, as transcribing a video and offering it as a new blog post or turning a series of blog posts into an ebook or a webinar, but it's up to you and just seriously consider how you'll reuse your great content. And with, and um, also once you've done all of that, what you want to do is um, you want to take time to optimize your content. So this is the fourth thing that you want to do to um, get your uh, your make your blog your hub of your content marketing strategy. Um, so um, there are a couple of different ways that you can do this. The first one is to um, do your branding. So you want to make sure that your audience knows that it's you and your business that are providing the content. 
It's especially true if you are using visual elements in your content. So be very careful to have the same look and feel to all your content pieces so that your audience knows what to expect. Um, this, this goes for images, making sure that you have your logo on your images uh, and make sure that you're using the same color scheme, that sort of stuff. You want people to say, oh, this is content from so-and-so company rather than um, just... Uh, some random content. You also want to make sure that you're um, optimizing for search. And you want to make sure that each of your content pieces focuses on a keyword or keyword phrase. Um, and also make sure that, that that's the same on your internal and external links. And make sure that you're adding content-friendly or search-friendly text to your images and videos. And why I say that is because a lot of times, well, in general, Google can't read or the search engines can't read your, um, your images or your videos. So what you need to do is um, take a, an opportunity to put together um, some, some text because that's all that Google and the search engines can read is that text uh, and put it together so that when you're um, reading it, uh, the search engine say, oh, this has to do with XYZ keyword phrase. Um, so you can put whatever you want as the alternate text on your images and as the description on your videos. And just make sure that it has to relate with the same uh, keyword phrase that you're using in your content itself. And then the other thing that you want to do when you're optimizing for content is you want to make sure that you're looking at your content formatting it needs to be easily read by your audience. So you want to make sure that you're giving them that content in bite-sized chunks. So consider using things like bullet points and bold type to break up your content and give your readers a, a way to quickly scan that content. Uh, you want to also include at least one image that matches the topic of your articles and will entice your audience to read further. And why I say that is because um, we are a visual society right now and you can tell that because of all of the different um, the video the uh, videos that are prominent now Facebook live and all the live videos are really making a big splash on the social media screen and you need to take advantage of that so by either putting a video or some sort of image into your um, article that will make it more enticing for people to read. Uh, and there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. And we've, we've gone over in the past several different options that you can use to get uh, royalty-free images, um, how to put together your videos, and that sort of stuff. So I would highly suggest that you take advantage of that. And then uh, number five for your content um, to making your uh, – blog, the hub of your content marketing strategy, is to plan your content promotion. And what you want to do is, it, it, the thing is that when you hit publish on your blog, the fun isn't over. It's actually just beginning. So next you want to make sure that as many people see your content as possible. And, and I, that goes 
back to that hub strategy. So first you want to incorporate a way for your readers to get your new blog content without them even thinking about that. So the way there are two different ways that you can do that. The first is through email by giving them an opportunity on your blog or your website to opt in to receive an email every time you publish to your uh, blog or, or if you publish new content. And the second uh, way is through an RSS feed. And RSS, in case you don't know, is just simply an internet technology standard that allows busy people to receive updates to web-based content of interest on their own. So there's a very simple way that you can set it up on your website uh, or your blog, and I'm not going to go into that right now, but um, it, it automatically gives them that content when, they, when uh, you hit publish. So you also want to make sure that you're leveraging social media when you distribute uh, your con your content. Um, you want to make sure that you're sharing it across platforms that are relevant to your audience. Again, that goes back to making sure that you figured that out when you put together your ideal customer avatar and figuring out where they're hanging out. So if they're not hanging out on um, on Snapchat, don't go to Snapchat. If they're hanging out on Instagram and Facebook, go to Instagram and Facebook. And uh, it can be automatically done through plugins um, such as Social Network's Auto Poster for uh, WordPress, or it can be done manually. You just want to be careful when you do that. And I'll go into a little bit more detail when we come back. So right now we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll finish up on our seven ways to make your blog your uh, the hub of your content marketing strategy. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
So before the break, we looked at the first five things you need to do to make your blog the hub of your content marketing strategy, and that included building a strong blogging foundation, knowing your audience, developing your content marketing plan, optimizing your content, and uh, planning your content promotion. And and we're going to take a look at the final two, and then we're going to look at um, some other ways that you can... uh, make your blog content better. But first, I have a couple more things that I wanted to say about um, planning your content promotion. Uh, we talked about the fact that you can uh, you can automatically or manually um, send your content to uh, your social media sites, and we were talking about how to leverage social media to distribute. I, I just have a, a quick caveat to that, and you just want to be careful that if you're only posting manually to all your networks, um, it, your audience may be following you on multiple networks. So um, they're going to see, if you're just posting automatically, they're going to see the same post all the time. And you may want to consider um, posting manually to some of your of your networks or varying your content on a regular basis because um, your blog. Because you don't want to lose your audience, basically. And your blog isn't your only form of content that you should be distributing. So you want to make sure that you're not sending the same information over and over again to the same audience, even if you're sending them to different uh, social media sites. Um, You also want to remember to include uh, social sharing buttons with all of your blog posts on your blog. Um, One of the ones that I I use and and like is uh, Shareaholic. It's really a great plugin. It's a a robust plugin, and uh, there are uh, multiple ways that you can use it. So in addition to that, you want to make sure that you're extending your reach Um, You don't want to forget to email your entire list, even those that haven't signed up for those automatic emails that we talked about before the break, Um, uh, every time that you publish your content. You can also ask others to distribute your content if you want, and um, you can also promote it on social media, not just by pushing it out to your your accounts, but also through advertising. Uh, And we've talked about that briefly in the past on how you can use advertising to leverage your your content and your your social media. But I want to remind you that you need to build all this uh, promotion for your content into your editorial calendar. It's really important because if you just have the information on your editorial calendar to uh, create your content, you're going to start running up against deadlines and you're not going to have time in your in what you've allocated for your marketing or for your content uh, creation to distribute it. The next thing that you want to do as part of creating that hub on your um, blog is to allocate resources to your blog. Uh, as I said at the at the beginning, uh, blogging is really a commitment. It's not only time, but there is also a financial component to it. So you need to make sure that you properly allocate the time and money necessary to produce a quality blog consistently. And these resources can be internal or external, but some of the things that you want to consider are content creation. Um, if you're not a good writer, do you need to... Uh, find help 
with writing those articles. And there's a lot of different ways that you can you can do that. There's there's freelance sites out there that are more than happy to help you with your uh, writing your content. Um, and if you do use them, you may want to interview some of, of the people out there because there's good writers and there's bad writers. So you just want to make sure that you find somebody who has that tone and, and uh, that quality that you're looking for. Uh, you also want to look at uh, creative resources, um, thinking about things like do you need help with uh, design elements such as your logo, def- uh, determining fonts and, and layouts, um, putting together your images and, and the way that, you're, that look and feel to your images and that sort of stuff. Uh, you may also want to consider some editorial oversight um, and, and looking at it from who's going to make sure that each article and piece of content actually conveys the appropriate message and it's on track with your overall marketing ob- objectives. And yes, to make sure that proper g- grammar is used in each piece. Um, Yeah, they're probably going to be the grammar police and it'll give you flashbacks to your high school English classes and diagramming sentences and all that sort of stuff. But you really want to make sure that your content is readable and that there are no mistakes um, in either grammar or punctuation or spelling and all that sort of stuff. And then another thing that you want to consider is your marketing. Um, there really is a lot involved in making sure each piece of content is promoted correctly. And you need to figure out who's going to plan and execute this important component of your content marketing strategy. You can do it yourself, but just remember that that's going to take away from the time that you have to do it as well. And then, as I said at the beginning when we were talking about building a firm foundation with your blog, uh, you need to consider technology. And if you're not technical, technologically inclined, uh, you want to make sure that you have somebody either on staff or somebody that you trust and have farmed it out to who is. Um, they can, somebody who can uh, actually load your content, um, troubleshoot your blog or website, make changes when necessary, answer any questions uh, that you may have about your technology, that sort of stuff. So it's really important to make sure that you have uh, all your resources lined up as you get ready to uh, implement your content, your blog content marketing strategy or your content marketing plan because if you don't, you're going to get bogged down and in the weeds later on, and then you're going to lose that consistency that you really want. And then lastly, uh, when you're putting together your uh, blog as the hub of your content marketing strategy, you want to make sure that you can track your results. And as with anything that you do in business, uh, this is the only way that you're going to know whether or not your, your efforts are successful. So last week when we were talking about your content marketing strategy, I emphasized the need to make your goals measurable using the SMART system. And when we were talking about the SMART system, just to remind you, um, we're talking about putting together uh, those goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, uh, relevant, and time-based. And you really want to make sure that even for your for each piece of your uh, blogging content, you're looking at how you're going to make sure that you can measure success. And you want to make sure that you set up those metrics that you can use to measure those results for each piece, as I said. And, and you can use several different ways, and there's several different metrics that you can use. You can look at Google Analytics. You can look at some of your social media 
analytics on each of the social sites. Uh, you can look at your sales analytics to see if uh, if your post was to drive uh, leads or it was uh, to drive conversions or something like that. You can see that through some of your sales analytics as well. So those are really the seven ways that you're going to track your success uh, or track the um, make your uh, blog the hub of your content marketing strategy. And so now what I want to do is I want to switch gears a little bit and, and look at some approaches to better content. So the key, as we said, to making your hub, uh, your blog the hub of your content ma uh, marketing strategy is really to make sure that you're, you're providing fresh, relevant content on a consistent basis. And this really means that you need to steer clear of making all your content about promoting your products and services. Uh, instead, you need to uh, provide valuable content that uh, fulfills a, a need, solves a problem, or simplifies the life of your, of your audience. And here are just some of those things to keep in mind um, to remain content-focused rather than have that sales-focused mentality. So the first one is to concentrate on audience value and not brand. Um, as, as I've said many, many times, you really should be writing for your audience and not your brand. And while you may think that writing about your products and services may educate your audience, you want to make sure that you keep in mind that the most successful content doesn't necessarily mean pointing to your brand as the be-all and end-all um, solution to whatever that problem is that you're you're talking about solving, uh, and, and as a as a add-on to that, you want to make sure that you're limiting the mentions of your business. Um, some sometimes businesses make their blogs all about them and their products and services and the people, and and we've talked about this in the past. Um, where on your website you're you're saying, hey, look at me, look at how great I am, and all that sort of stuff. And with social media, you're trying to get others to say, hey, look at, hey, this is a great company to work with, or um, these products and services are great, so that people are are getting a third party. Um, uh, input as to what products and services to buy. Well, it's the same with your blog. You really don't want to promote your business per se on your blog. You want to make sure that you're focusing on providing information that's valuable. It doesn't necessarily need to be related to your business. Um, and, and by doing that, you're actually being more authentic with your audience. They don't see you as that sales guy that's trying to always sell them. And, and I want you to know you don't need to worry about this. They're already on your blog and your website, so they know who you are uh, and who, what your business is. So uh, just, just avoid too many mentions of, of your business within your blog posts. Um, uh, another way that you can ha have better content for your blog is to share your knowledge generously. Um, good content is really useful content, and, and you are the expert in what you do. So share some insights and tips and tricks and other information that will help your customers and prospects. Um, don't be afraid to give away your secret sauce. Uh, you may have that recipe that works really well and you, you've developed it and, and you know exactly the ins and outs of it, um, but it's kind of like uh, giving away your grandmother's recipe for um, 
apple pie or something like that, if they don't know exactly what's going on with it, they're, they may have the recipe, but it's not necessarily going to turn out the same way. So you, you just need to give your, you need to share your knowledge generously and not worry about all of that. And the last one that I want to share with you is um, you want to make sure that you step out of your outside of your own box. Um, as I said earlier, a lot of times uh, bloggers write about what they know best, and that's themselves. So you want to make sure that you're looking through at the situation through your customer's eyes and identifying the issue where you can give your unique perspective. Um, give them uh, the tips and tricks on how to work through that issue. And especially, and this is, this is kind of being vulnerable with them, but if you tried something and it failed, um, you want to give them that information as well so that they can learn from your mistakes and how you recovered from that failure. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to um, give better content for your blog. Uh, the last one that I want to share with you is um, you want to make sure that you're being helpful. Um, you want to focus on those tips and those frequently asked questions and those how-to blogs. Um, when, when you're sharing that information for free with no ul ulterior motive, blogs are more likely to feel genuine and uh, resonate with your readers. So your expertise is valuable and it helps empower your readers. And with that, we've made it. Uh, you've actually survived the first part of, of this blogging bootcamp series at looking how to make your blog the hub of your content marketing strategy. I'd really love to hear what you have planned for your blog um, for the next year. So uh, let me know how you're going to use this information by leaving me a comment at uh, on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And I'd also love to follow your blogging journey and uh, get your updates on your blog. So you can connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions uh, about what we've covered or just have a question that I didn't answer, feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And I really hope that the information on blogging today has gotten your creative juices flowing. So if you want some additional help with working on your blog, consider uh, signing up for my 30 Days of Blogging Challenge. And each day you'll, you'll receive a variety of tips and techniques that will help you take your blogging to the next level. Um, you can sign up at 411marketingchallenge.com slash 30 Days of Blogging. Uh, and there's a Facebook group that you can join where you can ask questions and that sort of stuff. Um, and I really uh, encourage you to do that. Next week, what we're going to do is we're going to continue our discussion on Blogging Boot Camp. And we're going to look at 20 tools for your blogging success. So I thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 